Welcome back to Sahil's very own podcast. I got a special guest tuning in mobily from New York. His name is Roberto. Roberto, say hi to the people. What's up, guys? Is that how we're starting this? <laughs> so this is the... Fr- I, I really just kind of wanted to have like my own intro like that. You know, just like really like... Like know. some some wrestling walk-up music or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's literally like exactly what I was thinking. And then like, you got some super like hetero fucking like wrestling match that's about to go down. And some big ass dude like super yoked just like walks out to that. You're like, holy shit, like I throw in the towel. Like this guy fucking wins. <laughs> oh my God. How you doing, bro? Doing well. How's uh, what part of Manhattan are you in? Like Tribeca? In no. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm actually uh, yeah, Upper East Side. You know, uh, that's Manhattan. It is. No, I'm actually kidding. I I, I live in Brooklyn. Okay. And uh, I basically live in like the Lefferts Gardens, which is close to Prospect Park. It's like the second biggest park. Yo, what's your exact address for the people at home? <laughs> <laughs> my, address, my address is uh, 42069. <laughs> uh, it seems like you have P. a very. P. Sherman. <laughs> Finding Nemo like reference. You seem like you have like a really good view from wherever that your rooftop is that I always see in your snaps. Oh yeah, dude, it's it's the best. I spend at least like cumulatively. Man, that's a nice word to get out right now. Is uh, I, I'd say like thanks, man. <laughs> like a whole like weekly, I want to say I spend at least like seven hours up there a week. Um, oh, definitely plug. You can definitely plug your upcoming shows here. You're more than welcome. Oh yeah, I mean, if you're if you're out here in New York and you're listening, come out to my basement. I'm telling jokes. You know, we should talk about comedy. Can you explain to me what a boiler room is? Oh, dude, you you know what like a boiler room set is on YouTube? You ever seen those? No, I've never seen that before. Oh wow, dude, those are the fucking best. You you, you like Kitchenada, right? I think we'd like listen to them. Yeah, 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 I have. Yeah, yeah, no, Kitronaut is sick. He has a really good boiler room set. It's available on SoundCloud and on, like, YouTube. I just like to see it visually and, like, put it on on, like... I like to pull it up on, like, YouTube on, like, the TV in the living room while I'm, like, cleaning. But what, what is that? What I mean to ask is what does the term mean? Like, what is oh, it? What, like, boiler room is really just, like, a place. It's just, like, a like this little, really small, like, crowded room set where, like, DJs play, like, exclusive sets. It's really cool. So is it is it like a it's like a preliminary thing to like a bigger room or is it like is it just it's, exclusive? It's more exclusive. Is it's more mean? exclusive. If anything, I want to say it's like like a big room. Like that's a huge room. Like if you got a boiler room set, then like you're kind of like res- like highly respected, like highly regarded. Like not everybody can get a boiler room set. Yeah. So like then, 
if you're a comedian, uh, let's say like the comedy store or something like that, and you're in the yeah. boiler room, that's like the that's the main room. Like that's the room you want to be in, and it's probably yeah. the most chaotic one. No, it's actually really cool. Like if you look at videos on YouTube, like people are just like really kind of grooving and like dancing around and really like you got some like little room, you know, and it's, it looks really cool. I'm super excited because I'm going to see, uh, I'm assuming you're like asking because you saw me post my story. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to see gold link, which, uh, he released an album last month, the gay four album. It was, mm-hmm. it was pretty good. Not my favorite of his work, but it was, good. I liked it, but, uh, I didn't know that he was also like just doing DJ sets and everything every once in a while, but supposedly he's having a boiler room set. And I just, I'm fucking stoked to, I remember like looking at these on YouTube and being like, it'd be so cool to be able to go to a boiler room set. And like, now here I am, like getting to fucking go to one, man. I think that's so cool. We got someone in the comments saying, uh, Berto, what got you started in your comedy path? It's, it's a Jash Worth uh, is asking... Is asking AJ, that he, Ash, AJ Ashley. Oh, AJ yeah. And oh, word, word, word. Goes on to say, uh, you've always been hilarious, but I'm curious, what got you to take that first step? Um. So, like, to be completely honest, I always think that like comedy, like, kind of stems from tragedy a little bit. You know, like sometimes, like sometimes you get like you ever like having such a bad day or like such a successful like like successful events happen. To where you're just like, this really can't be fucking happening. And you're just like, oh my fucking God. Like, of course this would happen, you know? Like, basically stemmed from like a really bad month that I was having. Like, starting with like one of my best friends dying. And ending with like me like getting arrested. Like, just a whole like slew of things getting broken up with. Like, it was just a really bad month. My dog died. <laughs> like, all kinds of shit to the point where I was just like... Screw it, I'm out. That's not, it. Not, not, yeah, basically. But I went to like... I went to, uh, I was already frequent, like frequenting this, uh, comedy club, like right across the street from where I lived. And I saw that they like had an open mic and I was just like, I got really drunk one night, like admittedly. And then I like got on stage and I was just like, I'm I'm going to do this. And I freestyled my first open mic and it was like such an undescribable high. It was like so cathartic is a really good way to like explain it. It was just like, it was like therapy, man. Like it was just like laugh like laugh at my life together and it it was really it was really weird it was so fucking cool it was really fucking cool and after that i was just like i wanted to chase that high again so then i did but then i started to prepare material i started to write stuff down and uh that's basically like that's really where it all started from i was just like because because i figured worst case scenario i get laughed at like off the stage i'll get bombed it'll be like in the movie you know, I was like, it'll, it'll, it'll be that bad, but worst case scenario didn't happen. It was, it was a lot of fun. Where would you Super say, cool. where would you say was like the first, what was one of the first places that you performed at was, uh, I mean, shout out Hyena's comedy club, man. Hyena's. Texas. It's off of Preston and Burt. Go check them out. Go support them. They're great. Uh, that was my first. They just let show. they like, they have an open mic night or something. Like how, how did that work out? Yeah, I mean, if uh, if I'm if it's still true, like I believe their open mics are on uh, Friday nights. Friday nights at like 10 p.m. They go really late though, so make sure that you're yeah. Ready to well, you out. okay? Well, so when you come back, you definitely have to go. 
because you yeah. can yeah. like if yeah. like you have you said you had your uh also congratulations for your first paid gig ah thanks man uh, <laughs> i'm just it's a, it's a <laughs> really so, hey it's really weird hey I, i'm excited nonetheless i'm really excited. still though i mean you can say that you have a paid gig you can come back and be like yo i live in i live in uh, brooklyn now and I have a paid gig over here. I gotta, I gotta, you know, throw it back to where it all started, pretty You're much. Right. You're absolutely right. I appreciate that. You need to, you need to, like, you should do another set at Hyenas when you come back. <laughs> if you have the time, like, you should do that. Uh, I'm gonna try. So I land on Friday, you know? So I think I'm going to, like, what I think I'm gonna do is if I have enough time, I get there super early in the a.m., I get there like 6 a.m., like 7 a.m. So I'm just gonna like chill all day and then like see if maybe that night I can hit an open mic just so I can get some practice for like my set, the the paid gig that I'm having the next day. So uh, if that's the case, then anybody who's listening should come out. It's gonna be a lot of fun. The professor says, ICB's on me when you come back, my man. What's an ICB? ICB? Isn't that a root beer? Oh, Irish car bombs. Baby. Oh, my God. Oh, baby. Oh, it took me a second to get that one. Yo, I haven't had one of those in a minute, bro. Those used to be my religion, straight up. We would go out, man, like me and the whole work crew. That's so much liquid. Dude, we would take like, I would take like, I, like remember, I, I would still be drinking my like double gin and tonics and everything. But I would take about like fucking six to eight of these fucking fucking fucks like Jeez. over the course of a night man. oh my god I, I was just in uh turks and caicos this past weekend and i took one and but they they use their island stuff like they have like this this liquor called bambara yeah. and oh my god it'll like you could just have one one of these and you're done you're just done bro i love i love like drinks that mix up like the usual you know like their version of an irish car bomb you know what i mean yeah that was extreme speaking of that picture that you took on that horse was insane oh yeah (laughs) you know that 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 picture kind of happened by accident like um so the story behind that was uh if you guys want to see the picture definitely go to my instagram sahil underscore 92 you'll see a picture of a brown guy on a horse um but so when um when i went there um the place was called provo ponies and basically all the the ponies at the at this place were rescue ponies and so um my friend that lives over there she does she does that for a living like that's why she's on the island. Like she's really good with horses. She's always like been around horses. So she was able to secure a job over there doing that. So I was like, damn, that's really nice. Like, uh-huh. and so we get over there and she, she's explaining to me how, um, she, she wants to give us a horse that we can ride that kind of matches our personality. So she gives me a yeah. race. She gives me a race horse. <laughs> Like a former racehorse. What? And and she was telling me that this horse is like, uh, when when we're out on the water, it is all it is always gonna try and like, uh, you know, overtake the horse that's next to it 
kind of like overtaking a car, it, yeah. it would always try to like get ahead of the pack because it, it just has like its racing blood taking over. And so there was a moment where uh, it was about to do that. And I remembered that the instructions I was given was if the, if you want the horse to stop, you got to, you got to pull back on the reins. So, uh -huh. yeah. So like you ever played Red Dead Redemption? Like I, that's exactly like I was thinking yeah. like I was you press R1 in real life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so press uh, R1 in square in real life. Um so I I pulled back on the reins and my friend was looking at me and I completely had forgotten that she told me that this horse was capable of doing this maneuver. And so here I am trying to stop this horse and I just yank him and he just like rockets up in the sky there's a there's a picture there's a version of that picture i didn't post and it's me freaking out and my like i have this i'm just like screaming and the the very next frame is the one where i look more calm and so i just opted for that one and said you should post the other one <laughs> it, i mean it was i'll send it to you after this but it, it was probably one of like the best experiences i've ever had i had i also hadn't ridden a horse in over 10 plus years. So that That's was pretty. Right. So that actually wasn't your first rodeo. <laughs> you like that? You fucking that like was that? Not... <laughs> yeah, that was for me. <laughs> A Josh word says, what pushed you to move out to New York? Well, you just went uh, over that. No, 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 no. But like more specifically, I've, I've been wanting to live here since I was six. You know, like ever since I... To be completely honest, man, the first time I saw the first Spider-Man, like the, the Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire, and there's that shot of him like swinging through New York City, I was just like, you know, that, this is... When did that first it, movie man, come out? That was like, that yeah, was like 2002? Was look it up, look it up, let's fact check, let's fact check. But yeah, that was, that was it, and I remember, it was crazy, and then just like everything that's cool happens in New York, you know what I'm saying? And like free concerts you know like i'd heard about them but like now i'm experiencing them and like it's just all that kind of shit like i wanted to be in the middle of like, the happening and i'm here and don't get me wrong like being in the middle of the happening has its ups and downs but fuck man i love it here it's, yeah, it's absolutely it was insane. definitely 2002 2002 yeah so that means i was uh i'm, gonna, I'm about to age myself i know i know you're tired i know you're tired of this what's up but Tony Stark died for nothing. If you think about it, what do you mean? If they're pulling, if they're pulling Spider-Man out of the MCU, Spider isn't everything. Then that, that's not. If you're saying that Tony Stark died for nothing, then you're saying that Spider-Man is everything. And Spider-Man is not everything. Hot take. I'll give you. That's a very hot take. <laughs> no, that's 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 what you're saying. That's what you're saying. But I I'll know. Give you even, I'll give you even a hotter take. Hot take. I don't think Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. What? Yeah, dude, I'm sorry. My favorite, my favorite Spider-Man, this is a very odd take, is Andrew Garfield. I think he, like, he... He has... Okay, so I I, I can see why. Because, and, okay, Andrew Garfield has the persona that is like Spider-Man. Like, that's what he should... Spider-Man should kind of be an asshole, you know? Well, yeah, he's like, he's mild-mannered, you know? He's kind of like smart. He's quippy. He's like that kind of stuff if they had a guy like he was kind of a little bit of a smart ass yeah if they had a guy that had andrew Garfield's like personality with tom holland's like moves 
uh-huh. or his body language, that would be a good Spider-Man in my opinion. Because Tom Holland does not have the personality of Andrew Garfield at all. And I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Tobey Maguire is just like a good like overall Spider-Man. I don't know. Dude, he was playing. He was a thirty-something-year-old dude that was playing a high schooler. Like <laughs> you can't, you can't. Like it doesn't make sense. And by the way, the first Spider-Man movie has not held up well at all. Yes, it has, dude. Still goat for this, bro. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Some of the scenes with William Defoe are just like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, I'm, I'm currently. If you're watching the stream, I'm playing uh, William Defoe highlights from the first Spider-Man. <laughs> he's, he's, it's, it's the scene right now where he's injecting himself with the thing that makes him the Green Goblin, and also he drinks a vial of whatever it is that the poison or whatever and he immediately throws it on the ground like someone has to come clean that up later like <laughs> breaking news great goblin also a litterer yeah damn that's sad but yeah um i've actually gone to the joe's pizza that in that movie i know so didn't I, wasn't i the one that told you to go there you were you were you're the one ignore that voice track please i uh <laughs> i you are the one that told me to go there it's really good really fucking good I like, um, I also like Prince Street Pizza. I don't really fuck with, like, Deep Dish, but that Deep Dish Pizza is... Deep Dish is not, Deep Dish Pizza is not pizza. Dude, Deep Dish Pizza is not the move. I fucking hate Deep Dish Pizza, but... It's something, it's something on its own category. Dog, this, this fucking Deep Dish Pizza, though, like, it changes the game. I'm not gonna lie. Like, the pepperoni cups are, like... You know, you know, like real pepperoni. You know the difference between like fake ass pepperoni and like real pepperoni. Real pepperoni is just like a. How do I? How do you describe it? It's like a bowl. It's kind of like a mini little bowl. I've I've seen pictures of what you're talking about. You know I know what you're saying. You, they, yeah, they're literally like roni cups. They're literally like pepperoni cups, and like grease collects in it and everything. And oh god, dude, it sounds so good right now. <laughs> oh also what's up let's talk about the worst level in spider-man 2 what's that the, the pizza you know what i'm talking about oh yeah 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 <laughs> it was no that that song like haunts me they give you such an unordinate like amount of time till what was it? You had to deliver some amount of pizzas or some, some like shit? a minute or something. Hold pizza on, time. Seats. Pizza time. That's what it was. <laughs> pizza time theme. Let's play that. I can't let you work for Joe's Pizza anymore. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, you were doing like the uh, what's that dance? The, oh, I was really yeah this is <laughs> no and the thing about this song is it progressively gets faster the the more the more close you get to failing it starts getting faster and faster so if i skip through like i hate games that do that i don't get thankfully i'm not thankfully I anxiety uh, but like i get anxious when that happens you know like they expect somebody to try harder. I just want to give up. Like, please make it stop. You know, like, 
my eyes are so bloodshot. I, I'm like looking at myself in the mirror. So. <laughs> are you just looking at yourself and being like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I like... I, I had <laughs> you having a moment? Like, yeah, no, well, yeah, that too. But I just had to like, <laughs> I had to rub my eyes like, I am sleeping right now. It's just like, Whenever I was leaving Turks and Caicos, I was like, the day that I left was the, f- from that day was 31 days until my birthday. And so I was like, okay, I just, I just went on this badass trip for, I can just last for one month without doing anything really, which is what I want to do, which is the hardest thing to promise yourself, by the way. <laughs> Dude, it's so hard to promise yourself to do absolutely nothing. Like I told myself that I was going to say, earlier today and i just told you i bought tickets said to see fuck sorry blink like <laughs> too hype but then it's like you whenever you promise yourself you don't want to do anything you end up doing something but then the other times where you aren't wanting to do anything or you are wanting to do something you end up doing nothing like it's just like this slippery slope that you end up finding yourself in i'd much rather I'd much rather have nothing to do and not be inclined to do anything. Because sometimes I, it's just like, if I drink even one day out of the week, I beat myself, I beat myself up for it because I'm just like, ah, oh, I shouldn't be doing that. It gets pricey, man. So, so basically one night I went to this like bougie ass bar in New York and I, <laughs> like when I first got here and it was fucking $25 for a single gin and tonic. And... It's just mad expensive to go out here, which is crazy. But I also suffer from FOMO, you know, so I like can't not go out because like what if a celebrity shows up or some shit, you know? It's weird. It's weird. It's, like, FOMO's, it's so, a, FOMO's a real thing. Bro. It's so it's easy crazy. to beat FOMO though. Cause I feel is like it though? I feel like is it? I feel like you just don't look at your phone. You just don't look at it. I live I live in an eighty square foot room, bro. Like that, that's my, that's my living situation. Like it's so easy to go out whenever you don't want to stay home. Yeah. But the, for most people, FOMO is like whenever they see their friends or their family or whatever out having fun on Snapchat or Instagram stories and they feel left out because they're not there. Just don't look at your phone. Like what did Tyler, the creator say about cyberbullying? Like, dude, just walk away from the screen. Like, (laughs) I feel like, yeah, that's it. That was good too. I, I mean, I don't know. I think FOMO can also just mean like the fear of missing out of like going out that night, you know, like let's say. You know, oh, generally speaking, just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of stretching like the definition of it, but to me, like, I think, I think that's also like a valid, like a valid form of FOMO is just like missing out on a night out or something like that. What what do you what think? Because I go out alone all the time, you know. Yeah. Anybody who anybody who follows me like sees like I'm always like so. And no problem with that. There's there's people there are people that are like, dude, that's so weird. I'm like, how? I mean, that's understandable. Not everyone is comfortable like going out alone, but I definitely encourage it. Like, if you're listening to this and you've ever wanted to like go to something, but you don't have a buddy or you don't have a girl to bring or a guy to bring or anything like that. Like just fucking just, just do it. Just go. It's so much fun. You'll, you'll appreciate it tenfold. You, you'll be, you can act however you want. You can 
go crazy. You can be chill. You can just do whatever you want and focus on the music. You know, have fun. Record the whole thing on your phone if you want to. Just fucking. <laughs> no, don't do that. Just, just, just don't be obnoxious about that. You can do that. Just don't be obnoxious about it. Like block people's view, but but you know, like do. Do whatever you want. Like go alone. If some, you if you're capable of having lunch by yourself, then you can go out alone. This is this is true. This is true. I agree. But a lot of people don't know how much they like going out alone until they actually do. So, in the words of Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> just do it. Do it. Just do it. But yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna go to that boiler room thing alone. I go to movies alone. I do all that shit. I love being alone. I love being alone. Well. <laughs> it's a. You're not losing your mind, are you? On some no. like, shining shit. No, 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 not, not, not I, I was trying to kind of quote like the Get Out scene. When, oh, okay. When it's like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, you definitely find a lot of shit to do in New York to keep you like preoccupied or in Brooklyn for that matter. Like, yeah. Half the time yeah, I yeah, see yeah. your story, you're up to like something. You're up to like, yeah. no, like I wouldn't say you're up to no good, but like even, even then, like you also post a lot of, uh, of yourself, like, uh, on a treadmill. So I oh, feel yeah. like that, that's an easy, that's an easy way to like release yourself from FOMO is just to go work out. You're right. Circling back. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. But like, yeah, it's like once you get that out of the way, it's like, well, I guess I can go out. You can't find ways to justify going out. Yeah, because then you're like, damn, I just burned like 400, 500 calories. Like I earned it. Like I should go out. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Dude, I feel like you have one of the most like unique vocabularies. Like you say, you say a lot of shit differently than most, most people. Oh no! Yeah, I definitely. People, it takes people a while to get used to my lingo, <laughs> which is uh, it's it's crazy because now like my 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 words are changing now that I'm in New York. Oh, you're picking I, up like certain things. Yeah, bro. Like people be saying "mad" all here. Like "mad" is like a thing, like an adverb. So, like, let's say it's fucking cold. People are like, "It's mad cold out here." So, like, that's that's the adverb out here. You're like mad. But it's weird how you can use that as like to also define quantity. Like, yo, those are some. (laughs) Like, yo, that's a, that's like some mad ants. (laughs) Like whenever you step on an ant pile, you know? (laughs) It's really (laughs) the most universal word. Some some mad amount of ants. can des- can describe how much something is and also how intense something is. Is that a good way to define it? It's just, yeah, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> Jesus, one hundred percent. What's uh, a, what, what's another one? Thing, I actually learned this. I actually learned this today. I've heard people saying it, but I just learned what it was today. So, like, let's say. Let's say we're playing a fighting game, right? You and me are like playing Mortal Kombat, and like I'm giving you that work. I don't even let you get a like. Don't I don't even let you get a hit in. You'd be like, bro, like it's like fucking OD, bro. Like you OD. OD. Like, yeah, I've no, heard that one before. Someone yeah. someone commented on this like post of this guy dunking, and uh-huh. the guy was like, dude, you're ODing on some bounce right now. <laughs> I, that, that, that. So so what do you think that means? 
like you have too much of some skill. Okay, so like kinda, you're on you're on the right track. So OD basically means like overdoing. That's what it's oh, overdoing, okay. Yeah, yeah, like isn't that crazy? So we got mad, we got overdoing, uh we got uh what else, dude? Fucking there are some other ones, they'll come to me. But dab, oh, dabbing, like everybody daps up here, like the, like shaking hands, and like that's the, the, that's like not a thing. Like everybody does like the dap, like everybody like you know, like the whole yeah. like, handshake thing. Like everybody does that out here. What about like phrases? I, I remember the last time I was in New York, uh, someone said, "You're doing the most." I don't know. Yeah, people people be saying like that, but it's not even like I don't know, man. What else do people fucking do out here? Oh yeah, no, no, no. This is slang. This is slang that everybody says. This everybody says this out here. Everybody's like, "You got me tight." Like anytime someone, <laughs> no, for real, no, for real. Anytime somebody's tight about something, that means that they're mad or like something's got them like upset. Like, let's did say, you say? Let's, did you say you got me tight or hype? Yeah, tight. No, tight. Like T I G H T. Tight. Oh man, you got me tight yeah. right now, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, let's say I bought some toilet paper. Let's say I bought some toilet paper. I come home and like it's all gone because like my roommate's using it. Like I'd be fucking tight, you know. Like that's <laughs> damn that crazy. Isn't that weird? How like lingo like fucking like changes out like in places. Like I can't believe it. It's weird. I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of like another situation where you could use that that would mean somewhat of the opposite. I mean, I say lax. Like, I, like let, let me relax. Like, like relax about that. What <laughs> I say, but <laughs> I mean, like, my shit's my shit's lax. This, okay, so this might be a dumb question, but also, you you have a perm, right? Yeah. So yeah. when you get a haircut, do you have to like reperm it? If I want to, I think I'm just gonna go back to my normal hair. What? Uh, I okay. This follow-up stupid question. <laughs> we've, we've known each other. I think we've known each other since I've had normal hair, right? I have no idea. I think so. But what was your question? I'm sorry. Uh, the perming process. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I, I mean, like, I don't even know. Like, your your oh. hair, your hair is just permanently whatever, whatever way it is. Getting a perm is lit. Yeah, getting a perm. No, it makes your it makes your hair like tight. I guess <laughs> it basically makes your hair like it makes your hair mad. <laughs> it makes your hair mad tight, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> yo, I'm just mad tight. But uh, no, it really just basically like curls up your hair and just makes it like really. I guess just like kind of makes it really close to your head. I don't know how to explain it, man. It just kind of tightens everything up on your head. Great cut. I kind of feel bad that I saw Louis C.K. at MSG. I was going to ask, who's your favorite comedian? It was Louis C.K. <laughs> oh, word? Yeah. It still can be, though, bro. That's that. That's my thing. It's like, you, he, it, he can still be your favorite comedian. He doesn't have to be your favorite person. But he can, he can tell some of your favorite jokes that you've ever heard. Yeah, remove remove the person from the jokes that you've heard. You know. Like, yeah, some so of the great. some of my favorite jokes have been from him. It's just like now it's just you're just in this awkward spot. Like the jokes would still be funny, like situationally, like regardless of who told them. You know what I'm saying? Maybe his delivery was special or something like that. But you don't always have to. I don't know. I feel a special type of way about that. I always separate the person from the 
product, I guess. Yeah, like whenever uh, whenever I saw him at MSG, it was his birthday, so he came out in the suit, and you know, you know him. He just he's always wearing just t-shirt jeans or whatever but he's in you know he's an msg so he wanted to wear something nice and it was his birthday so mm-hmm. so he came out he he killed it and then i saw him i saw him the day after the election and he came out and he said and then his opening line was today is a weird day damn yeah see like the way that he tells jokes like that is fucking execution such a big part of comedy it's crazy. You had posted some video about you doing like crowd work or something like that. Yeah. That's probably very hard to execute on because you really have only moments to really capitalize on whatever the crowd is doing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, it's also, it's also like, I don't know, you really just kind of have to be observant. You know, let's say, let's say I'm at a mic, right? Or I'm at a show and the comedians that are going on before me have been like roasting a particular area of the room, you know, like a table. They're already a valid target, you know? So like, I know to get on stage, look at that and be like, yo, like, so like you can all, you can just address the fact that they've been made fun of. And that's already a joke on itself. Yeah. Depending on, depending on how you say it. So like, that's really beneficial, but it's also, I don't know, man, it's really, you're right that sometimes it can be tough, but people people kind of ask people kind of ask for it, man. Like people want to be a part of a comedy show. Like a lot of people say that, like, oh, like, but what if I get made fun of? What if I get scared? Like, they it, it doesn't matter. Like, don't take it personally. The comedian really doesn't hate you or anything like that. Like, you're just it's all part of the show, you know? Yeah. And and I think people really low-key kind of enjoy being poked fun at and eventually they'll like see themselves on camera like let's say that it's a netflix special or something like that they'll be like i was that guy like i was that guy who knuckles or something like that they got a story to tell yeah but nowadays like everyone gets so offended it's like you're at a comedy show like you should understand the inherent risk that you're taking by sitting there like 100 percent it was super cool. Uh, the last, not the last set that I did, but like two sets ago, I was at the Broadway Comedy Club. And I basically, once I got introduced on the stage, and I've done this before in Dallas, I got on the stage, I like tested the mic to see if it was on. I was like, Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos al Broadway Comedy Club. ¿Cómo estamos, chicos y chicas? You said, and I like pointed at one guy. He's just like, yeah, and I was like, see. Pointed at another guy, and he's like, yeah, and I was like, see. I pointed at this little kid who was like right in front of me, and he's just like, yeah, and then I was just like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Don't you talk during my set, you know? (laughs) And like right off the bat, that got people like into it. (laughs) That was that was a lot of fun. And then, what is a kid doing at your set? Dude, this no, kid, he, I just say kid because he looked young, you know? So, like, that, I, that's what I was going to say next. Like, two, like, a couple jokes later, I'm, like, asking the crowd if they know the difference between hot sauce and salsa. I'm like, you guys know the difference between hot sauce and salsa? And then I, like, look at the kid in front of me, and he's just like, mm-hmm. And then I, like, I cut, I cut him off. I'm like, what the fuck did I tell you, Chuck E. Cheese? I said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody, everybody like, crazy. So it was, 
There's a lot of <laughs> I feel like jokes jokes that where you can reference something that you said earlier definitely kill like a hundred percent of the time. I was looking at Netflix trailers and there's actually a new Chappelle uh there's a new Chappelle special coming on in like five days. And I was like and then it made, it reminded me of that one joke that he had where uh he was like He's like, guys, I'm gonna tell you the punchline, and then he goes on this five minute like story, and you completely you completely forget what he mentioned, and then he says it at the end, and you're like, whoa, no. yeah, it's it's like he, you, you get lost in his story, and you're like you're laughing about other things, and then he goes and refers to what he was talking about initially, and then it just makes it ten times funnier. You know what the secret is? Is he's made you laugh so many times since he first brought that up. You forget. You forgot. Yeah, and it's it, that that talent alone is fucking insane, dude. Like that. That's. I don't know, man. I think Dave Chappelle. Like, I'm. I'm gonna like self admit. Like, I never watched his show, honestly, because I like had a sheltered childhood and everything. But like, I I've seen all of his stand up specials like of recently and oh, like, yeah. of late. But like, that's a different kind of genius, man. Like, I can't. I can't wrap my like my mind around that shit. It's crazy. It's insane. Yo, I got my uh, I I got approved for my Apple card. Which is Yo, cool. I heard yeah. the craziest thing about that card. What'd you hear? They they have recommendations inside of the packaging that tells you how to clean the card, and it tells you, oh, use this special type of alcohol, clean the card, blah blah blah. Try to avoid contact with leather and denim and you i'm just over here looking at my wallet and my jeans i'm like dude i can't carry this card around what? <laughs> like what do you expect <laughs> what do you expect me to store this yeah, and there's no number on it so like you you never have to worry about fraud or anything and, and then like i guess you have to use your phone's uh face id to make a purchase unless like the robbers are like really fucked up and skin your face off your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, I, like, it's so cool because it encrypts your, your, your numbers every time. And I think it like scrambles it too. Anyways. Yeah. This has been an ad for Apple card. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Does it come in black? Does it come in black? I wish bro. Like fucking AirPods need to come in black too, man. Like I would so lose that shit so easily if they came in black. You know what man's you know what mansplaining is, right? You've heard, you've heard that term. Everyone has. <laughs> this is what is this what we're talking about now? <laughs> yes, I have. I have. It's like, do you know how hard it is to explain <laughs> mansplaining without mansplaining? I'm being dead ass <laughs> It's such a fucking paradox. It's so fucking ironic. Like you're sitting here being like, okay, so you know what explaining is? Well, mansplaining is when a man explains hello, like by definition, like you're doing it, dumbass. It's like, it's so. Yo, okay, so here's one. If a crab is on the bottom of the ocean floor, yeah. and it looks up, does it think that fish are flying? I would. I don't know, man. Crabs <laughs> gotta be smart. Crabs gotta be smart. They gotta know they're in the fucking sea. <laughs> They gotta be like, yo, that's my cousin up there, like just fucking like going hard or something like that. There's a, there's this like fact that I keep bringing up because I want people's opinions uh, um, on it. It's uh, lobsters are actually 
uh, immortal. Like the only reason they die is because they get too big to, or sorry, they get so old that they can't de-shell out of their shell anymore. So that's why they die because they just they just start being lazy. A word? Yeah. So like a lobster will grow in size and then they'll have to de-shell in order to grow another shell that's like that's more suited to its size. And then eventually it gets so old that it is too tired to de-shell and it just dies. <laughs> Are you mansplaining to me right now? <laughs> that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. That's a that's a metal ass way to die. Just like outgrowing your shell. There's there's and then you're just like nah I'm there. done. Yeah. But you know what fam? I've had enough. I've had enough of your shit. Like, Deborah. I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm done, Deborah. They're just like clocking out. I uh you seen the video you seen the video that's like that tube that like takes fish from like one I don't think that's real. I feel like it's faked for some reason. What do you mean? Somebody <laughs> make up some kind of tube that just like transports I don't know. Like that's like the least cool thing to lie about, you know? Like I mean if you look at the graphics that's like a friend that's like a friend who lied about being really good at a guitar hero. It's like why would you lie about that kind of shit, it's okay if you're not getting guitar hero. It's okay if they didn't make that fish tube. Well, like the the fish tube has like this graphic that's like really poorly done, and I'm thinking like this is too big of a project to have poor like infographics. You know, my well, my favorite thought about that is when I when I saw that, my first thought was like that Finding Nemo, you know, like the Eastern Australian Current where like Crush and the Turtles are like, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought like that's literally what I would be like if I was a fish. Like as I'm going through the two, like, I would be terrified. <laughs> I'd be terrified. I don't know where this thing leads. Oh, that's right. And what if you get stuck? Like we basically do this to some degree at water parks. So we kind of know. No, dude, at water parks, you know that you're not to land in this pool. You know you're not to the land. Salmon the Salmon Cannon. The Salmon Cannon. That's what this video says. Whoosh <laughs> Innovations. That's what they dubbed it. I mean, I'm just Salmon looking at this video. I'm looking at this video that, and I'm just... That's what they called me in prison. The Salmon Cannon. Is it Salmon <laughs> or Salmon? Oh, it's Salmon. Dude, what's the other one? Caribbean or Caribbean? Caribbean. Caribbean, bro. I was just in the Caribbean. You just said Caribbean. Caribbean. <laughs> you just said Caribbean. You're like Caribbean. Like, I was just in the Caribbean. <laughs> oh, Damn on. it. All right. This one, this, this one, uh, my friend asked me, uh, actually very recently, shout out Charles. Um, if you have a pyramid, how many sides does it need in order to become a cone? If you have a pyramid, how, how many, many sides? How many more sides would it need to become a cone? I mean, infinitely, right? Because like, isn't a cone cylindrical? Yeah. I would say you know. I would say like a cone. A cone is just a a cone is just a horny circle. Oh, one hundred percent. Like <laughs> so, really, it's just, it's just a corn. <laughs> a, a cone is basically a circle who just woke up. Because honestly, yeah, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you ever wake up and you're like, oh. wow, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you saw uh, what I tweeted the other day, but um, I was I was 
Okay, so on the way to uh, the studio, there's a Starbucks that happens to be right next to an Applebee's. Oh, God, I love Applebee's. <laughs> and uh, I just got my Starbucks, and so I was trying to, like, put it in the, you know, the cup holder as I was pulling out of the drive-thru. So, like, I kind of wasn't paying attention, sort of. Like, I was looking in front of me, obviously, but I was also, one of my hands was preoccupied, so I was somewhat distracted. And this guy just, like, peels into the parking lot and directly comes into my, my, you know, my direct path. And he just lays down the horn on me. And like, I was, I, I went to go honk, but then I realized, oh wait, he's parking at Applebee's and it's like, and it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so whatever he's going through, he's going through a tough time. I'm just going to let it go. So I just kept driving. <laughs> Oh my god. Applebee's at 10 a.m. That's a new low, dude. It was like, yeah, it was probably like 10, somewhere between 10 and 11. Like somewhere. somewhere. He's got to be going through like his. Still too early. (laughs) Yeah, like his third divorce or like some shit. I've I've never been to an Applebee's ever. Oh, word? Yeah. Bro, you can get hammered for like 10 bucks. And I mean like hammered. Yeah, like 10, so you mean to say I would get 10 drinks? I mean, you could, if your bartender's like super cool, but you don't want to do like 10 of those dollar drinks because they're like those batch made drinks that are like super fucking sweet, you know what I'm saying? But you can oh, yeah. with like two or three of them. If, if anything goes downhill for me, I'll be sure to go try it out. <laughs> Our next episode, the next episode that we podcast together, we're gonna do live it. from Applebee's. We're gonna do it. I'm being dead ass serious. We're gonna do it live from Applebee's. Is that fair? That sounds dope as fuck. That's fair. Where can they find you? Where can the good people find you? It's a uh, at Roberto for Instagram. That's at first name dot last name a v i t i a two eyes. And then my uh, my Twitter is at Lil Uzi Birdo. Basically, like a little Uzi Vert, but it's Berto. B E R T O. Perfect. Dope. This has been uh, Sahil's very own podcast. Berto, thank you for joining us. Yeah, of course. I got a. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That's my walk off song. Thanks for having me, bro. <laughs> it's been great. Have a good night, dude. <laughs> Peace.